0: I'm Kirstie and I'm Ellie and And we're we're the the producers and you're listening to St. Paul Paul Filmcast.
1: All right, dedication time. So we are dedicating this, and we made a donation. Oh, uh, to yes, it. we did. We made it to the uh, Vietnam Veterans American Organization. Yes, I was very proud of company. that. I
0: can, I definitely, wholeheartedly feel very good about that. It's a beautiful organization. So, so
1: they provide um, not only sponsor events, but they provide um, uh, stabilities for veterans. Yeah, and stuff like that, and, and um, actually help them. Not only that, they help them with ways of filing claims. As well as support their living and habitat and all that stuff, and oh wow, yeah, and make, and make sure that no veteran has a loan on their funerals and all that stuff. So, oh,
0: that's 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 yeah. fantastic.
1: That is, great. Um, and definitely put the link down there if anybody's interested in making a donation themselves. It's the Veterans Vietnam Veterans Association. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm Dan, and we're gonna talk about the one movie I think turns forty this year. Oh my god, I didn't D- realize yeah. it was that old. That's the reason why it came out. It was it was small market. And uh, December seventy eight, national release February nineteen seventy nine, the Deer Hunter.
0: Yeah, I I still remember the uh, uh, the poster at Safari um, Theater when I was living in Fargo. Was it Hattie. the
1: original poster of De Niro? Yes, it was. Just De Niro. Yep. And the Headman. Yep. Okay. Yeah.
0: And uh, it uh, it was very. It was one of the first. Uh, along with Apocalypse Now they they came very close together those the films um yep. about Vietnam. Uh definitely in a different vein. I think it uh, came
1: and another one would be um Coming Home. With coming john, home, with yes John john, with john
0: Voigt. Voigt and and uh Jane Fonda. Bruce
1: Stern is the and guy. Bruce Stern, Bruce Stern yes. is the guy coming home. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um
1: so they it, kind of boxed these all kind of together.
0: Yeah, very very much together. And uh the thing with uh uh Deer Hunter, along with other uh, Vietnam films uh, of its day, except for Apocalypse. Now, is there not really much? There's not real. There's some, you know, right. sh- um, viewing of battles and the war itself, but mostly it's the the undercurrent and the uh, traumatic waves of what this war created in right. families and in America back home. And um, what people were dealing with at the time.
1: So I wouldn't regard this actually not necessarily a war movie. This is actually the yeah. war interrupting life. Right. That
0: is a beautiful way of putting it. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a war interrupting life, and uh, it's uh, it's a great. It's just a great film in the sense that um, the first film. This may even sound cliched in this day right. and age, but this film reminds me. It's it's so um, Coppola esque. It has such... I was going to bring that up,
1: too. As a kid, kid, I actually thought it was Coppola that made this movie because it has De Niro. Yeah. Um, The cinematographer is the same. Yep. Uh, uh, Vilmos Zygmunt. He's from Hungary. Same cinematographer. I think even the same editor. Peter Zimmer edited Deer Hunter as well as The Godfather 1 and 2. That's
0: true. Uh, Um. You have... uh, um, Oh, John... uh, on, G- Gazelle, the,
1: Guns who all yeah,
0: who was uh, Fredo in The Godfather? Yeah, it,
1: and Robert De Niro in this movie is playing a guy named Michael. Even Michael, though, yes. even though Michael in The Godfather is Al Pacino, so <laughs> and,
0: that's true. And the pacing is is so Coppola esque in the sense that right. in The Godfather, uh, his initial plan was, if you remember one of our earlier episodes, was he wanted to introduce everybody. In the story by way of Connie's wedding. Well, this is a wedding in the beginning of this, the film, yeah. very similarly, where you get to see pretty much the whole town yes. and how everybody interacts.
1: And I, I, we, It's a good analogy to use Godfather because we talked about Godfather but, yeah. but as a contrast to this movie. Very much the same. A lot of things very different. This, yes. is, this is not a – this is a blue-collar version. This is not – Classy, kind yeah, of.
0: classy. Um, even what you would call white collar criminals. No, uh, no, these are,
1: I wouldn't say even chivalry is kind of
0: right out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. These, these are people that very much I'm familiar with. That I, knew. right? We kind of grew up in this
1: blue collar version of St. Paul.
0: I remember seeing this when I was 13 years old, actually on the independent TV station in St. Paul when I was a kid. They said it was very important to put this on. And so they showed this film, warts and all, and uh, when I was introduced to it and I saw it at the beginning... I was I was saying to myself, I know this town, I know these people. It reminded me so much of uh, South St. Paul, where I could do a shout
1: out (laughs) to where you go to you work your blue collar factory job and you immediately go to the bar. Er,
0: Yes, exactly. And everybody
1: here, the bar is right in between the home.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yeah, on your way home. Everybody knows everybody, everybody goes to the same church. You know, it's they're not related. Uh, they're but they're such good friends that you don't even think about that you assume they they right. act as if they are related. It's
1: very looks very natural. Yeah, yeah everybody knows their little nuances.
0: Yep. that's true too. Yeah. Everybody everybody's character is so strong. You have Michael who is uh they're all Russian, Russian immigrants or Russian descendants uh of immigrants and um they, uh, Michael, who is played by Robert De Niro. Well, it's very telling because Michael is the patron saint of Russia, and yeah. and it plays in with how he
1: kind of commands them, yeah,
0: and overlooks them, almost protects them in a way, right? Uh, and then there's uh, uh, Nicholas, uh, Nicky, who is uh, the, um, it, it's almost you kind of get this vibe of like Mike's younger brother, you know, a,
1: a kind of a second, yeah, yeah.
0: He he looks up to Michael um but he also um tries to emulate Michael in the same sense and he is a ex- he has a very very good heart. Um but he tries to be streetwise. He you know, he tries to like I yeah. know I I know what's going on but and then you have Stevie who is getting married, getting married and he's too he's too naive to be <laughs> Cocky like like right Mickey. yeah. And
1: even in fact, at the beginning of the movie is the celebration of his marriage, and he's mm-hmm. not doesn't have the strength to tell him, guys. I'm getting married in a few hours. Yeah. Let me go. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> because very... they're all mixed into this culture, and oh, he doesn't yeah. have the courage to tell them. I, I got to get out of here. In fact, it's the mother that tells the cousin. <laughs> That's
0: true. And that. they will
1: mock him that his mom has to drag him out of the
0: oh, bar. Oh, yeah. the um. You know, in the, in the, the kerchief, the babushka is, she's wearing, she goes in, you go to the bar with mm-hmm. these bums and you <laughs> leave me with her. And, oh. Wear a golf today? Yeah, now, then, she was
1: beautiful. That I, that mother. <laughs> I would have, I like to just to mention because I like to. We can. There's so much that we can digest about this. Movie. Oh, absolutely! But the the introduction is one of the best film introductions because you get it. The camera's shot inside the bridge. Remember, there's a bridge. Yes, and it looks like we're going into this new place. And it, 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 it is. It's it's you know,
0: it's like a, a, a tunnel. Like yeah, a tunnel. We're going like to go into.
1: The, the, we're going to see their lives. And what happens is you get this out of control. What, real truck? Yeah. Blaring down the road violently. Yes. Like sparks are coming out of the exhaust. Like unapologetic is going to cut through what is going on in this life.
0: It's true. Michael Cimino came from kind of the the school, the new director school of art films where yeah. every scene or there's always an element within the picture. It means something. There's a symbolic element to that. You're absolutely yeah. right.
1: Well, what I, what I mean, it, it's just yeah. completely intentional to demonstrate that these lives are very intense, yes. and violent. There's no calmness to anything that's going on in this movie. No. When there's quiet movement going on. That's
0: that's true. And they but there's a lot of love there. There's a lot of uh certainty that right. you know this, you know when when uh after well after the wedding where Steve um uh, I'm getting the names mixed up, but when Nikki turns to Mike and says, you know, this sounds crazy, but I love this place. <laughs> My God, I love it. <laughs> yes, Mike, yes. don't <laughs> leave me over there. Yeah. Don't. You can't do it. Now the so. other <laughs> the other
1: interesting and I mentioned this when I, I had a, a researcher for film school, yeah. is Mikey's car is a nineteen fifty nine Cadillac. Yes. And I think it's a very strong metaphor of America. That yeah. of America in June, it's a very strong metaphor of this is a classic car, this is everything everybody likes about America, and it's beaten down, it's worn out, yeah. it's kind of like it's had better days, kind of like America had. That's, and that's true. Bad, but still, everybody likes Michael's car, and they use it for everything.
0: Every yeah. yeah.
1: In fact, if you notice, it's always a strong contrast when they're doing masculine things it's very feminine. They dress it up in pink and everything. But they're going to go out hunting, it's still from the wedding. It's still kind of pinkish.
0: That, that's right, yeah. yeah. And
1: when they're doing kind of non-masculine things, then it looks very sturdy and strong. And that's a nice contrast that Michael used in the movie.
0: It's, you know. it, it's interesting that you mentioned feminine when you have Axel, the ex-football uh, player who's a part of the group, <laughs> actually tries to make love to Mike's car. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> yes, right, yeah. You know, but... They do crazy stuff, and like it's like that. a metaphor
1: yeah. of his infatuation to the yesterday of America. That yes, he, they And he goes this in something like you know, Mike's car. It just fits. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's just perfect. Yeah,
0: it's perfect. You do, you never know where it's going to take you. Like America, you never know where it's going to take you. And we did. Great things in that last century. We yeah. did great things industrially. We did great things in World War II. We were at the top of our game in in uh, World War II. We had still have had other things up our sleeves that we did great things with. We put a man on the moon. Yeah. But Vietnam, kind of a hiccup. It was, you know. Yeah. You but like Mike's Coupe Ville, you don't know. You know, you never know where it's going to take it. You and it doesn't fill because
1: they're blue collar people. Why would you be interested in having a Cadillac? It's a very pricey car. It's a very luxury car. But everybody kind of it doesn't really necessarily fit. Right? For God's sakes, the
0: man lives in a trailer. He lives in a
1: trailer. It doesn't really (laughs) necessarily fit. The other nice introduction is you get the, the first time we get to see him. They're at work. It's almost yes. like a hell.
0: It is. It is like Dante's Inferno. Yeah. They they work in a in a steel mill, molten factory where they deal with there's actually a river, a river, river of um, of uh molten steel rot, yeah. that looks like lava and they're standing around it, you know, kind yeah. of Forging the the you know the steel and all that. So th- these are they they work hard. They they yeah. they drink hard. They you know they party. And hard. it's all
1: a testament of your masculinity, right? Yeah. You do this very risky job. Yep. And at the end of the day, when you're on the locker room, you support each other. It's almost like a football game. Exactly. Match, and they're all like, hey, good job today and everything. And then the only person that doesn't really participate in the masculine stuff is Stan. Stan's, Stan's about his face and yeah. everything. And he, it's a contrast to like, hey, you don't do this in this environment. Right. right.
0: Stan is, he's. He's always one step shy of just he, he, fitting
1: closely in, right? Yeah,
0: and he he wants to. He oh, wants yes, he wants to be known as a big guy, and and like Mike, and he wants to be like Mike, but he's he's just not there. He's a big mouth. He's a <laughs> he's. <laughs> a, um, but he
1: wants to do right. I mean he, he does. And it always follows up him in mean, the wedding yeah. he wanted to break up the what he considered a but he punched the lady girl. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He's got yeah.
0: a hand on her butt. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my gun. <laughs> you know, get your gun, Stash. And it's it's funny stuff like that. I mean everybody yeah. loves Stash and Stash knows that, but Stash is Stash really doesn't love himself very well. No. It's hence the you know, he he'll talk behind people's backs, you know. Um, he he over, he overthinks things, and he, he gets yeah. himself in trouble by doing it. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, and then immediately what we see is the uh, contrast to The Godfather, even though they're new-age films, yeah. is the discombobulation, the kind of when they leave work. It's, oh, they're running. They're out of their – it's all yeah. disorganized, disheveling, which is kind of, I think, a temperament to what this movie is saying. It's not still – like in the godfather it's not very stiff and quiet these are that's true fumbling all over each other that's and right. it's wild it's actually wild even going back to the car can be an adventure
0: it, it's true and chimino and he did the same thing at heaven's gate i noticed that chimino's characters in his films never sleep <laughs> they never sleep i am giving you an example okay you start with the deer hunter and you've got the train that goes underneath the bridge and it's yeah. about six in the morning Okay, so they're still at work because the first thing you see is they're at work, okay, and they get off work. It's about 8 in the morning, and the first thing they do, bam, they go to the bar. Right. Okay, first First drinks on me.
1: Right, they're kind of the people. You, yeah, you got to start early if you want to drink all day.
0: That's true. I mean, it's <laughs> it would be as if you were working on conquer. We go to the Crow. But that's always Croatian a constant home.
1: testament to your masculinity. That's what you have to do. That's
0: exactly right. Yeah. And so now it's twelve o'clock. People are getting ready for the wedding because the wedding is going to happen. Yep. You know, like um, it's a Slavic wedding, so it's going to happen at night. If you remember, the Jews also did this too in Russia. If you remember. Um, uh, Fiddler on the Roof Right You know um, Sunrise Sunset They had the wedding At night So they have the wedding Okay then There's the reception At Lemko Hall Everybody's yeah. still awake
1: Which is very Allegorical Yeah Because if you see The beginning It's very dark With the boys And when the girls get in proper It's very light Yes And the whole set Is very light it's And then true. it comes together At the wedding It's very bright And very dark And it's the just,
0: music Is just uh, yeah. You just see a, a crowd of people And they're dancing this beautiful it's, you know, Russian folk music.
1: I, I, it's excellent filmmaking. It you is. You see the guy's all dark and their testament and the girls are quiet and light. It and light and in and, 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 and 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 white. And yeah. then it comes together at the wedding, the merge of both contrasts. Is, it's,
0: it's beautiful. It is. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. And from the, from the reception, um, Stevie and Angela leave – uh, Mike strips down the street. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> what are you doing? And then they're all getting ready to uh, go deer
1: hunting. Now yeah. it's
0: morning again. Nobody has slept. Nobody slept. <laughs> and and now, then
1: the, the car used for the wedding is now being used for the hunting. For the hunting. Yeah.
0: It's the next day. Now it's dawn. Nobody has slept yet. They go deer hunting. Yep. You know, and, and they
1: shame Stan because he wasn't focused.
0: Yeah. It's like you know, where are my boots? Somebody took my boots. You know, hey, right. do you have a gun? You know, you have that little pistol. And yeah, he's never prepared. He's because just... this
1: is their masculine yep. activity outside the bar, and it's almost an insult to him that he's not prepared to hunt. This is what we do. Yeah, and you, this is what you should be focused and ready and get prepared, and you're not. And it's almost an. In, they take it as an insult.
0: It's it's true, and Mike has a code of honor too. That's so important in the film where he says a deer. Has to be taken with one shot, you know. You right. can't do twice. It 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 goes against everything that the sport, you know, is about.
1: You right. Know? I would say even Michael's character is not a sloppy drunk. He's not no. a sloppy. Even though he partakes in this, he's not sloppy. There's a sophistication. to There it. is
0: a sophistication. There's this almost um, no nonsense, otherworldly element to right. uh, to Michael. I had a. I have a friend of mine. Uh, who is actually? I went to school with him, sure. right in here in South Saint Paul, and he's uh, he's an Eastern Orthodox priest. He watched the film, and he said, "You know, whoever he didn't he's not as savvy with um, you know, with Character characters, characters, and, and sure. d- uh, directors, but he the storyline. He said, whoever wrote this story has a keen understanding of the Eastern Orthodox theology." The okay. Russian Eastern Orthodox theo- theology, because he he just saw so much symbolism in it. Uh, you know, it was just amazing. And then Michael also being. Paper. Very much like Saint
1: Michael in that sense. Well, it's very. I, I, I'm going to get a little academic here, but no, please. when you're writing people, you have a conscientious character, a yeah. character that kind of knows he's in a story, and it's very rare, and occasionally does happen that the conscientious character is the lead character, which is Michael. He right. knows that he these kids, these guys are. Maybe the characters are unaware that they're in a story. Yeah. He knows so well that he has to protect these characters. He
0: and. Yeah. and, and what is the definition of an angel, you know, <laughs> if you think about element. it? And he he overlooks, uh, you know, when something happens to these guys, he's very yeah. concerned. Even Stash. Even Stash. Even, you know, Stash, you get on my nerves and you, you know, even when I get angry, I'm going to do something, you know. Uh, it, it's always a lesson. It's always, you know, yeah. um, that element. And the... Uh, Still, they go hunting, and then they bring the deer back. Now it's evening again, and they go back to the bar. They have not slept in 48 (laughs) hours. And it's it's done in that time. It's the film is done in that real time, Nick. And it's like we're already about maybe an hour but we and, know this lifestyle. Yes, this is authentic. we thought really do. Yeah. It is totally authentic. It's an it insult to go to bed. It it would it really would be, yeah. yeah. And that's true. Until you crap out at the bar. And and that, that's and that's it's exactly kinda of it. forgiving. There are there are subtle scenes, so we talked about this even before the podcast yeah. that uh in this film that just hit home that I mean, I was totally just I in love with. I mean, in the scene that, uh, like with The Godfather, they talk about, you know, they, they really show the Italian-American uh, right. element, you know? Here you see the Slavic-American element, and it's all over this oh, movie. Oh, it's very dense, yes. And, I mean, just subtle scenes where you see the babushkas, the babas with, with the cake, the wedding cake, that the priest just, they're... Mm-hmm. Leaving the the church, so you you know that the priest just blessed the cake, and they're going to send it over to Lemko Hall. You know, I mean, I'm watching this scene, and it's done in this, you know, blue collar neighborhood, and yeah. I was just, it's like, God, if that if that doesn't hit home. <laughs> you know, and I'm just, and they sit down and you see all the Babas. There can't be one there that is younger than 68. And they've got shots of whiskey going uh, nastrovia,
1: yeah, yeah. nastrovia. Right.
0: You know, beautiful. Yeah. My God, that was beautiful. So
1: I was gonna get a little couple of facts. Uh Tramino yeah. and his company did build the bar. It was never. It did not exist. The lot was empty, and they built that bar. Did they really? Lemko Hall, Lemko Hall, and they not the hall, the the bar. Oh, the bar, the, the bar. Okay. the hall was there. Um, that was a real authentic church. Church. Okay. Uh, the opportunity to film, and it was a really Russian Orthodox church. It was really a really a Russian church, Orthodox yeah. uh, priest that actually did the movie. It took quite a while to film in the uh, the church, um, lighting and all that stuff to get it set up.
0: They uh, spent about 15 to 20 minutes on the authentic Orthodox uh, wedding service itself. Yeah. The holding of the crowns, the, you know— uh, Yeah. Um, certain scenes, and
1: I would just want to get back. Um, no animals got hurt. Actually, they found a deer and they yes. put it in a park and they uh, gave it a sedative. They gave that's... it. A, they put sedatives in apples, which um, they didn't realize takes a while for animals. So yeah. they, they waited hours and hours for this animal to go to sleep.
0: Is, yes, that's true because <laughs> there's there's a very.
1: What you could tell it's not yeah. a gunshot because it's like slips like whoops. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to bed. There's yeah. There's there's a so very. They didn't yeah. really kill. It looks. It looked. Very realistic, Cutbury, and yeah. it's
0: it's very uncomfortable. And I I can understand if people you know if there are certain people who are advocates for animal cruelty. You'd probably you'd probably be taken aback by it because you actually see the an- the deer right. kind of gasping, and the camera's held on very close to it. But yeah, it is
1: a sedative, and it's a nice metaphor of uh, Walken's character. Remember that when he's yes, De Niro's uh, De Niro's naked and Walken. You know, they're both not facing each other. They're facing different. They're going to go different paths. Yes, one's going to go this way, one's going to go the other way. Even though he pleads for him, don't forget about me. Yep, which becomes a translation to what's going to happen next, and we'll talk about what happens. But uh, walk and talk about how he likes trees.
0: Yeah, I like the
1: trees. I like Like, (laughs) I like all the trees.
0: Where the trees are. He's not a poet, but it shows that in this kind of uh, hyper masculine world. Yeah. You know, it's the best you're gonna get. <laughs> right. You know, it shows that hey, he has a heart of a poet amongst these guys. You know, and
1: um, a nice, also nice for no matter where in the city this factory looms part of their life. It's yes. always in their sights. It's never gonna go away. It's
0: never gonna go away. And it's always
1: there. It's always kind of like, uh,
0: it's a part of them. Yeah, yeah, and because they grew up here, and everybody knows everybody, and the security there is just. Um, you can't break that bond. You can't. No. Now, we're talking all about this. And then the next scene you see is um, from the bar where you have this, uh, you have the bartender. Lovable guy. He just, he loves loves everyone. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: I don't know know. why how he's getting paid. He's giving out drinks. (laughs) He's
0: just a huge teddy bear. (laughs) He starts playing the piano. And it's this kind of really lamentable elegy. It's
1: a lullaby to go to bed. It is. It's almost like you had your, you finally got all the vinegar out of you. It's 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 a nice lullaby. It's supposed to be where the movie's going to go quiet. yeah, Yeah,
0: and it does. And all of them, all of them just kind of reflect and uh, yeah. over the two days where they haven't slept it's one time where nobody says anything this is a loud crowd you know right. <laughs> it, voices are over you know overreaching every other voice and they're very it, quiet it, yeah it's
1: very much like a lullaby and a silicoe a silicoe to me
0: to S- me leaves us out of there very satisfied you know these are this is a loving neighborhood which is very
1: yeah i don't mean to interrupt you but no this is a all. very clear I don't know. I can't think of another movie that clearly defines where the second act and the third act ends. Oh, the yes. Selequo- the Selequit is definitely where the first act ends.
0: Yes. It is, it is all of a sudden we're on Mars. It, right. C- it's like where the hell are we? You see, you see something that literally is um, in the definition of the word foreign. From where we just were, right? You know, it is otherworldly. It is the most. We're in Vietnam.
1: Vulnerable. It's the most daring cut. Yeah. Of a film, it's almost like boom.
0: Yep. There's it no interrupted yeah. everything. There's there's no boot camp in Paris Island. There's no you know slowly um unru- you know unraveling the story that we're in Vietnam like platoon. Um, or that we're already there, like apocalypse now, in kind of a psychedelic, surreal way. Right. It's like it's just stark reality. Boom, here it is. Yeah. You know, and it just comes on you know, like a, a thunderbolt. And that's where Chimino leaves us off.
1: It's, and right,
0: we have no idea what's it's okay. going on. Like, what's
1: there's a village getting blown up. We right. see
0: Nikki and Stevie there together, and you right. see Michael, uh, kind of the lone wolf in this village where the Viet Cong are. They're going back and forth, and they're. They're bombing, they're killing civilians. Yeah. You know, they're putting grenades into, you know, little hutch hideouts, and you see children and people being blown up. It's just, it,
1: It shakes you. It shakes. It was a perfect way to cut to that, and you're like,
0: "Yeah, it's it's and it's visceral." It's. I don't care what your politics is. I don't care what your your theological point of view is. You know, you're a human being, and you see something like that. It just, you know. Everything's off the table. Everything is off the <laughs> table. You know, you just, when you see a mother with a baby in her hand, I mean, yeah. these are really strong elements that Chimino throws at us. And then you have Michael with a flamethrower. Right, know? yeah. And he's still being an avenging Which is angel. kind
1: of, he brought back his town yeah. with him.
0: That's that's right. Because yes, he's the
1: first time we've seen him, he's working with fire. It's almost like he brought a little bit of himself mm-hmm. into Vietnam.
0: And he... uh when he sees this Viet Cong who are killing innocents, well, and and unarmed innocents, they yeah. they are helpless against the p- firepower that the VC have. He uses that wrath with the uh, you know very much like Saint Michael's flaming sword, yes, and takes him on. It's and then for some reason they all find each other together. They find each other together. In the next scene, you see that they're prisoners.
1: You know? Right, it doesn't explain. Well, oh, we know because it came on the horizon. We know, yeah. there were, and then it, it's another cut. It's another. We don't know it's, how. It's yeah. disjointed. Right.
0: Um, Cimino took so much skill and and uh and also um uh, detail within the past hour and a half in that small town. Yeah, he Ye didn't miss anything. If somebody said, "I'm going to the bathroom," I think the camera would have went with them. Uh, in Vietnam, it's the cuts are are chopped up yeah you know you have to put it's almost like you have ptsd watching the film exactly because you have to put things together like oh my god now we're prisoners how the hell did that happen i don't know (laughs) right you know which i think a
1: lot of people and i listening to people with p they they can't it's almost like that yeah they they can't there's there's gaps like i don't know i I ended up there i don't remember how i got there yeah um certain accounts of all of a sudden you're just okay this is where i am now and there's a little the memory gets Get skewed, Cut. yeah, it is gets skewed, um, and you you know usually when you have a conscientious character, it becomes the barometer, yeah, so when Michael's calm, we're calm, right, That's, you know, when Michael's angry, we're angry, he's and when leading,
0: Mike, he leads the narration, yeah. yeah,
1: in fact, when they're in prison, and Stevie's not taking it very well, we know he's going to be fine with you know Michael being there, yeah, right,
0: and with Michael saying hey, we um, you know we have to play more you know bullets in the gun you know and yeah uh nick you know uh walkens going you know how many bullets in the gun <laughs> yeah you know, are you crazy <laughs> you know and remember nick is the one that's always you know the tough guy he kind of tries to you know kind of have that tough walk and
1: i think it's it's a little more it, he has to not yeah. necessarily genuine cuz he it's knows true. he has to or they're just going to be all panic
0: and here it is russian roulette he he it's too much for him, you know, it's right. too, and uh, you have De Niro, I mean, it's it's just reality in your face, you know, you gotta put the bullets in the gut, you do it, or we're going to die, you wanna die? You know, yeah. he's tr- he said, this is our reality here, it's totally different from the hometown with Stash and Axel, and you know, yeah. it's like, where the hell, they're in hell, they yeah. are in hell, and the only saving grace is Michael. Yes. Oh, Lord. Yes. I, I just, it, it's, it's, such and it's, an it's, it's almost like scene. a play on,
1: cause they're from Russia, and yeah. it's almost a play against uh, what's, it's, I don't think Russian roulette actually came from Russia. It's just the name of it. Um, Yeah. I I don't think uh, it's been well documented that there's no documentation that this actually took place in Vietnam. I think it's a strong metaphor. to use. Yeah, it is a very strong metaphor. Metaphor of the chances and probability that you weren't going to come back and you're constantly at war. There's you're playing with, you know. (laughs) Right. I think it's a strong metaphor of your life in somebody else's hands.
0: Yeah. And they they get out of it. there's no um action adventure to it, no, there isn't there it is just survival and like an animalistic chance to survive, yeah, so you don't get any rooting like Rambo like yeah, that it's just like you know, no, okay, you did what you had to do. let's get the hell out of here, you know, <laughs> yes, and yes. It, you're it's so real, you know, and through the course of the action, they get split up, and it's them trying to find their way back again, you yeah, know. And exactly. It's uh, it's harrowing. It's 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 heartbreaking. And it's, right, I uh, don't
1: think you you can digest what Michael went through. No. And even though he was a probably the most sturdy of them, you see that he's broken. Well, yeah. how the hell, you know, if he's going to be broken, you
0: know, you, yeah. yeah. What the heck's going to happen to Stevie and Nikki? <laughs> right. And yeah. and he does actually you know. go home, and he tries to go home, and he tries to relate. Yeah. Um, Back where he was. And this is his, you know, home is where the heart is. And they had this whole big party. Welcome back for him. Yeah. And he keeps away from it. You know, he. Right. Yeah. I
1: would love to talk about it more, but we have to take a break and we'll get back to the movie. We'll talk about when Michael comes back home and how things are not the same.
0: So there. Well, hello everyone. I am Billy Dees from the self-titled Billy Dees podcast. You can find me on Apple podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and many more of the best podcast networks. Join me for my commentary and interviews. Follow me on Twitter, really easy to find at Billy Dees. I am Billy Dees. I'd love to have you listen in.
1: Tell to go. All right, we're gonna, we are back and we couldn't wait, but uh, we want to talk about it. There's something I, we're gonna talk about Michael's return, That's but true. also I want to bring it up in the bar when they're playing pool that every time Michael took a shot, he would aim his pool stick <laughs> yep. at Nikki. At Nikki, yep. Kind of like, uh, you know, this something's gonna happen to him, but also that no matter what he has in his hands, he's comfortable knowing he has a rifle. Yeah. That even this pull stick seems foreign to him. That he has to hold it almost like a rifle. <laughs>
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a
1: nice play. You know, actors always have to have props. Yeah. And I think that was a nice play on hey, an adjuster too. It looks like it's natural, but I think yeah. it's very tightly intentional. That. And
0: he's always focused on Nikki. Those two are very close, and he's very. Yeah. Um, he kind of has this older brotherly sort of, right? You know, I'll, you know, hey, I'll take care of you, you know, and, and all that. Uh, now Nicky has to. Nick's kind of scared about what's going to happen. You know, you can't leave me there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever you do, yes. you know. But he, in his heart of hearts, Nick knows that that's not going to happen. Right? You know, he um, just not. He
1: just knows that um, because I think that there was the urgency with Nicky proposing to Meryl Streep's character. That's right. The yeah. urgency to it. You want to get married at the at a wedding? Yeah. And she's like, okay.
0: And the thing is, is that Mike, you can tell that Mike also likes um, Meryl Streep's character, too. Right. And But knows that that's Nikki's girl. And so he's, you don't hawk another jock's tools. Right. So, you know, no, yeah, yeah. you don't do that. You don't go after, you know, especially your best friend's uh, girlfriend. Um, you just don't, you don't do that. So, you know.
1: So the homecoming for Mike, everybody knows it's going to come. Yep, and he avoids it.
0: That's true. He he keeps away, and he overlook. But the thing is, he he watches them. Yeah, he, he keeps his distance, and he sees the party from the from. You know, from the background. It's a wonderful shot. Because it is. It's
1: almost like it's half point of view because we're seeing what he's seeing, but mm-hmm. he's in the corner and we can monitor his mannerisms when he watches. And like we talk about in prep, he's now an outsider. He yeah. sees that they haven't changed. They're ready to do, oh, get back to how, whatever, how are things was, And he's not, he doesn't want to. If he doesn't want to do it anymore or he can't do it anymore.
0: And we're also that way, too, because we see Axel and we see see Stash and we see the the bartender and and uh, Meryl Streep's character. And they're all, you know, they're all harringing and they're doing the same thing that they did before in the beginning of the movie that we loved. But we just saw a a baby die. We saw people blow up. We saw people putting guns in their heads. It's almost like we kind of
1: we kind of repudiate it. Yeah. You haven't changed.
0: I know. Yeah. It's like, we loved you in the past. Now, you know, we've got all of this in our heads yep. and it's, we see what he, supposed to comfort us and it's not there. Yep. It's in fact, it's, it's disturbing because we wish we miss it so much yet. It's almost like we can't get to it. Yeah, it's just and it's hard to put into words, and it's very traumatic because we're so, seeing it through the eyes of Michael.
1: I I I agree. You know, with Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro's performance in this as showing, you know, trust posters. posters. Uh, Tra- a traumatic disorder. Yeah, yeah so, of him being absolutely restless. We yeah. talked about he can't sleep. Well, here he really can't. He's fidgety. He can't. He's rocking back and forth. He's avoiding the bed. It's almost like he avoids comfort. Yeah, it's it, like an insult to him. You know, I that, can't rest. I can't lay to sleep. He,
0: he you never know um, when you know somebody's going to be pointing a gun to your head. You know, your yeah. your parasympathetic nervous system is ongoing it's you just can't turn it off we're not machines and
1: so it was almost um he very softly comes back to the house after they left to yeah. talk to Merrill. and it's a very if you watch it it's very good um, acting because oh, yeah. he he's waiting he's he's almost like a vampire right it's almost like I, I I'm sorry I have to come and she's so elated for him. Yeah. it's almost like he feels like uh, yeah, I'm I'm coming here and and Like he's imposing. You know, yeah, it's almost like he's imposing and she's more than welcoming. And he knows this is not his. He likes her.
0: Yeah.
1: And so he's kind of... Very keeps his distance. Right. Even though when they're in the town, everything's in close proximity. They're always near each other.
0: Oh, because the whole town, you get yeah. this closed in this. And, and
1: he knows, yeah. Where and, it
0: was comfortable before, now it's almost claustrophobic.
1: Yep, because he's been in prison. He's yeah. Been in, and so he's constantly, if you watch Robert De Niro's character, it's funny. He constantly looks to where all the exits are. He's constantly watching me grow, where I can leave. He's constantly wondering, where can I leave this conversation?
0: Yep, he meets somebody, and as soon as he meets somebody, it's like, how do I get out of here? And it's
1: almost like he reminds himself when he saw the Green Beret come to the bar. Yeah. Where the Green Beret was totally avoiding them, even though they wanted to be pleasant, and they wanted to include Oh, him. they're
0: jovial. Yeah. They were, you know, hey, a fellow warrior. Fell, you know, we're going over there. I, They're they're boasting. I want to go where the bullets are flying. Fighting's the worst. And
1: the, he gives them such the most strong... Yeah, like effort, you, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just, you know, uh, yeah, He that's all he could put it into words. And, and it's almost
1: like Michael now fully understands what was going on. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like, God, I was so naive back then. Jeez, I... And, and it's true. I mean, it's come full circle. And he goes to the bar. He goes to the bar where he, that's the place where everybody, everybody you know, has is. a good time. And, mm. of course, there's the bartender filled with, you know. Adulation. You know, hey. Adulation. Hey, he lifts him up, you know. And and you have Stash going, where was you? Where was <laughs> you? You know, where was you? And uh, and all that. And, uh The the thing is, is that, you know, they're having a good time. They're talking, and it's like, how's Angela? Well, not so good since Stevie came back. Well, Stevie? What do you mean he came back? Yeah. And it's like... They they all closed down. They all shut down. Well, Stevie isn't dead. Stevie is Stevie is very much alive. He doesn't have his legs, but he's very much alive. But they're acting as if he's dead. It's, it's just, exactly yeah. And um, I I never caught that. But he brings you know Stevie stuck in this VA hospital.
1: Yeah, they're he, playing bingo. Yeah, which and is playing, a very much American in activity. Yeah,
0: but he doesn't want to leave. He wants to just stay there and kind of be forgotten. Angela, poor Angela, she's she's catatonic in a bed, you yeah. know, and, and all Mike's trying to do is find some answers. How do I get my friend back? How do I get this world back to where it was?
1: Right. He's trying to glue it all back exactly. together. Exactly. Well, I mean, and of course, you're broken too. Yeah. Um, and then he finds out that Stevie's getting money.
0: Yeah, from where the hell are
1: you coming? Where yeah. the hell are you getting this money from?
0: Yeah, from <laughs> from Nikki. Yeah, and because um, he's still out there, it's like you're you supposed to bring me back. And this is
1: I, this is a clear point of the end of Act Two. Yes, the beginning of Act Three. That's that's right. Where we know that Michael's going to have to go back, and we understand yeah. hero's journey is not necessarily that you return, but the increments that you're going to have to go back to. The problems, right? Because yeah.
0: Nicky is a wall. He was in a he he actually was in a mental hospital, yeah. and then he was yeah. You're healthy enough, you know, shell shock or whatever. You're healthy enough to get back into, you know, into line. Well, no, he he went to Saigon while he had leave, and then went a wall, um, and has been doing Russian roulette for this one French mafiosa um yeah. and, you know this kind of shady character in Saigon where he's putting a bullet in his head and he's you know taking these un-
1: illegal gambling outfits yeah. participating in these illegal gambling and seems to be going well because he's still alive.
0: He's still alive but he's his mind is gone. I mean right. he he
1: um you can clearly see it.
0: Yeah, his yes, I mean, on his you, arms, if, so he's,
1: if you can see Walken's gone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gone, damn it.
0: <laughs>
1: but you see it's, it from 20 yards away when you first see when De Niro catches him, right? Yeah. He, he buys in his way into the the which oh, is
0: all the money he spends, you know. Yeah,
1: but he spies his way and you see yeah. uh Nicky come through the door 20 yards away. You already know he's done for.
0: Yeah. You already mean, know. Oh god, I you say say it's Mike. It's Mike. Yeah, it, say, say it's, it's Mike. It's Mike. Hey. And know, it was, was,
1: was Chamino's uh, advice that he would spit at De Niro. Yeah. And so oh, Walken really. did it. And you see De Niro's face like, what you do? do, do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then after it says, hey, Nikki, Nikki, I love you. You know, and- which is a
1: word that it took. All this time, it took,
0: yeah. All this hell yes. to
1: finally say to each other. Yeah,
0: they had to go through a cage. They had to put bullets in their heads. They had to go to Vietnam. <sighs> you know, uh, Stevie lost his legs. Uh, you know, I had to go back to Vietnam. You know, and it's like you're continually putting a gun in your head, and your mind is, you know, yeah. squashed. Nikki, I love you. We got to get back home. It
1: finally took all that for him to finally able to say that to him, and then and he then spits some. <laughs> and then he spits <laughs> on. At him.
0: He gets in the game, you know, and it's almost like role reversal, you know, where Definitely. he was yeah, where he was telling him initially, you know, you got to. Put you got to put it. You know, put the gun to your head. Put the gun to your head, yeah. Uh, yeah, Nikki. You know, and now well, it's like the, we now know, it's don't do it. Don't do it.
1: We know for the red bandana. Yeah, we know it's almost like you're telling us. It's foreshadowing. Yeah, he's wearing a white shirt, and he's already looks like he's already done for with the red bandana. Yeah. You oh. can only tell with color that this is. We're that's what the horrifying aspect is. We know yep. because all it's
0: it's, it's true and. <laughs> It is, and he, you know, he, he tries to find something to 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 bring Nikki back. To, you yeah. know, the trees, the trees,
1: something, yeah. yeah.
0: And for a, for a second, Nikki gets it, the trees. You know, and then Nikki says, "One shot." It's like, yes, that's right. One <laughs> shot. shot. The deer cup. You know, and then he's like, "Yeah," and then he pulls the hand off of off of Michael and. This is my question. Was he trying to do a macho thing by like letting it click? How many times has that clicked, you yeah. know, to his temple and nothing's happened? You know, and right? Because we have it on this back, yeah.
1: we don't know it's been going on quite a while.
0: And was so, was he trying to do kind of a, you know, macho gesture like, hey, and then okay, let's go? Yeah. Or. Was he really, t- you know.
1: It's it's an ending that's one of those that we don't, you you can tell, I I almost like he's done. Yeah. It's almost like he's done, but he's also like, you're testing my masculinity, I'll show you. Yeah,
0: you know? it, it, it is, because he's always like, he, Nikki's character was always, hey, you know, man, you know, yeah. back off, and- and I can't tell you how many times I've seen Deer Hunter raw I can't tell you how many times I've seen that and I know it's coming and I'll sit back and it's like well maybe maybe he makes it because <laughs> you want to yeah. so much you want Michael to bring him home and it doesn't happen his eyes roll up just like the deer and he, he and, just like the yeah and um, Michael tries to put his hand over he tries to
1: plug it right yeah plug
0: it it's, it's just this visceral reaction which we
1: know is a lost cause
0: yeah yeah, which is a lost cause, and he goes down as like you know, and it's like no, 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 and then there's the the sudden realization, you know, Nikki, oh my God, no, yeah. Nikki, and you know, out of all that madness, there's they don't the movie doesn't let you go, Chimito doesn't let you go.
1: No, like, no, no a usual filmmaker would cut there and Yeah,
0: and it, then the movie would be over. But no, we
1: understand through the writing that we have to have another sequel. Yeah. We're going to have to it's almost like It's it,
0: almost like a part 4. It's yeah. like scene 4. I mean, yeah. Right, so act 4. So
1: definitely Mikey's um epilogue Nikki, if you will. Yeah, it's it's definitely Mikey Michael's epilogue because the end of act 3 is the yeah. death of Nikki. Uh, of Nikki. And we know that we need something when Michael's going to come back. Yeah. And we know that things are going to be different. Instead of the guys at the bar singing, everybody participates. Yes, it's not music, but everybody participates.
0: They they sing uh, "My Country Tis of Yes, and it's not mocking. It is there's there's love there,
1: but there's it's, tiredness. It, it's
0: tiredness. It's almost like a lament. Yeah. It is. It's very sorrowful, but there's still the words mean something it's not it, it, it's not cheap it's not cynical right. it's still not cynical it means it is, something to them. but it's sorrowful yeah it's sorrowful it's it's you know um they're too but my
1: gosh after you watch the movie you're exhausted too you
0: are you are we were talking about this movie and i'm exhausted I'm... <laughs> it's a beautiful film yeah. Yeah. i i uh the the characters in there could I mean and this is true Nick they could be friends of mine from South St Paul they could definitely be family from South St Paul yeah. I definitely uh,
1: I definitely relate to this relate yeah and, and
0: and and that's a perfect oh God I remember people Relation. I remember yeah. people
1: putting tires on top of the roof so you don't have to deal with it
0: oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a function, right? It's not so much style. It's function. Function. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's. Um, these are people that don't understand the word aesthetic. It's. You know, it is practical, no nonsense. It's. Um, right. And but loving, you know, just um, fun loving. That scene where we're at Lemko Hall, and you have uh, Michael dancing with Meryl Streep, and you yeah. have. Uh, you have Stash's, you know, character dancing with one of the bridesmaids, and Mike looks at Stash, and Stash looks at Mike, and they start dancing with each other. <laughs> yes, I swear, there's yeah. some there's some uncles of ours that right, have yeah, done that at weddings. I mean, I've seen uh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, and I, I think one of the funniest thing is, is they they sing Frankie Valli. Yes,
0: yes, which is so not
1: so a very masculine song. No, they're not dude. singing Leonard Skinner or anything, no. but they're saying "Can't take my eyes That's off of you." Yeah, <laughs> which then, if I had the yeah. copyrights, I definitely would start the episode with that song, but I don't have the rights to do it. That's
0: true, and the local folk band, the local Russian folk band, I mean, that was so perfect for that time because I remember even in the early 70s with family weddings, um, you know, the idea of a dj in modern music that's that's a modern concept i mean i was hearing polka music and at weddings at the croatian hall you know well into the 70s oh you can
1: hear him down the block oh yeah yeah they open up the doors yeah Yeah,
0: that was it yeah open up
1: the doors um i i we kind of i don't want to get too much involved but um this is actually the celebration of michael cimino he was doing tv commercials in new york city yeah eastwood discovered him he did they wrote the screenplay for um, Thunderbolt Whether Thunder oh
0: Thunderbolt and Lightfoot Thunderbolt Lightfoot yes he did
1: Jeff uh, Bridges um, gave him some acclamations for his acceptance speech for lifetime achievement he said I have to uh, appreciate Michael Cimino he had trust me when I didn't yeah and he goes <laughs> I came to Michael Cimino's office he goes I don't think I'm right for the part and really? Michael Cimino says do you know the game tag yes you're it <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. Another, um, uh, also the the white elephant in the room, if we're going to talk about Cimino, you got to mention Heaven's Gate, which- Yes, I, and I was going to bring it up to him yeah. because
1: this was a marvelous, it was a home run for a first-time film yes. director, and um, it won five Academy Awards, including Best Picture. It
0: was absolutely brilliant, and it gave him the green light- After Deer Hunter and how brilliant it was, you had producers saying, hey, you know,
1: do whatever you want, booby,
0: whatever, however you want to do it. That's beautiful. He had his own office. He's like Elbert
1: Hitchcock having his own office and everything.
0: And he, it went to his head and he, he made Heaven's Gate. Now, the thing is, is that over the course of time, Heaven's Gate has been um, kind of had a kind of. Critics and and movie lovers are revaluating Heaven's Gate. I was. It's
1: a beautifully shot film. It is. It has some flaws.
0: It, it and it, and, it and the does. reason and the
1: problem is Tramino did such well that they couldn't handle the the little flaws.
0: That's that's. It's right. almost
1: like you ace a test. You got one wrong. And we're gonna <laughs> pound the one thing you got wrong. But even though you got. 99 right, but you yeah. got one wrong. We're going to keep hounding for the one that got wrong. And it ruined him. It
0: did. And it, it, it ruined United Artists. It broke, it bankrupted United Artists, and it was considered a huge turkey. And because of that bad rap, critics wouldn't even give it the time of day. No. They didn't take it seriously. And And it
1: is kind of true. The fans that. Love your stuff and buy your beer. Yeah. Are the fans that hate it will throw beer at you. Hey, that is so true.
0: <laughs> that is, there's a lot of truth to that.
1: And it's, it's, it's the wide spectrum. People yeah. will love your stuff or they're really, there's no middle. Right? Yeah. There is no middle. They, yeah.
0: And I, growing up, I was like the man who made Deer Hunter. You know, it, it can't be that bad. And uh, I watched it and it's. It's plotting, and this is a man. Yeah. I'm talking about myself that watched Barry Lyndon and, and could watch it like that. No, it's you know? very <laughs>
1: right. I, it has some very. I'm mean, Chris Christopherson. good. And yeah. it, there's
0: uh, Christopher Walken's also in it. And uh, it's
1: wide scope. If you love how films are shot, it's a wonderfully it shot film. Michael it, Cimino knew how to shoot a movie.
0: It's very methodical. Yeah. It's uh and there again, the characters hardly get a chance to sleep. The first. You know, I mean, you have Chris Christopherson going to Wyoming, and he's on the train, and I swear to God, he stay. they filmed that whole day for right. like about an hour, but um, it's- And
1: it's, it's the marker mm-hmm. for the end of the new wave, and we talked about it yes. when we talked about panel discussions that really, to legitimize it, was the Godfather. Yeah. Now, Heaven Gates kind of seal the deal that the new wave's gone away. Not really gone away. No. But the whole aspect of you can give a director everything you want.
0: That's right. Studio said, no. okay, that's that's Enough now. That's enough. That's We're going to tie
1: in the reins. And I, I want to mention that, um, and I was talking to uh Vince uh, yesterday, that uh-huh. Michael Chimino's career mimics what happened to M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan was a well celebrated filmmaker. That and is then, an excellent analogy. And then yes, he started making very parallel. Everybody thought everything he did was doing a home run, and all of a sudden he did like what Lady in the Lake, and they did all that, and then it crashed down. It just yeah, crashed down. He's completely. slowly coming back to it. He is, but it mimics what happened to Michael Cimino. Michael Cimino never recovered from it.
0: He didn't. He made some good movies. Uh, in fact, I kind of wanted to talk about that. He yeah. did. Um, he he did a film with Mickey Rourke called Year of the Dragon. Yes, which is a very good film. It's a. Uh, it deals with the Chinese triad mafiosi, and Mickey Rourke is a cop that wants to bust the triads. And it's very well done. Um, and I enjoyed it. And it's not really heard about, but it's... It's, it's a not very, a blockbuster it's movie. It's not, but it's it's a very good film. And you can... And Chimino was still able to have a couple of um, really good... Uh, signatures Signatures in it, yeah. Uh, one film that he did after that that didn't do very well and I didn't care for it was um, The Sicilian. I mean, written based on a book by Mario Puzo. Yeah, he. he um, I think
1: he to rejuvenate his career, he thought maybe I'll latch on to yeah. the wake of everything like that.
0: And I, I was very interested in seeing it being that... Um, uh, Deer Hunter reminded me so much of The Godfather.
1: It certainly did. Yeah, yeah.
0: what is he going to do with the Sicilian? I was very interested. I was kind of confused that Christopher Lambert was in it because he is French. <laughs> he's French. <laughs> am, he's French and, well, the man's played a Scotsman in the in Highlander, right. so we'll let him play in Italian. <laughs> and it's. Um, It's not good. I mean, it's not very good. I mean, it's... uh, Right.
1: Everybody, I think, if they've seen Sicilian has his flaws. Before we go, uh, and Michael Cimino has certainly, he's passed away. Um, He became a recluse. In fact, there's only two people that were able to visit him was Jeff Bridges and Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood was always defending Michael Cimino. Really? God bless (laughs) him. He was the first to give him a start, and he always defended. Michael Cimino was, he regarded a genius and um That's when everybody was it. everybody was frowning on him yeah their and,
0: politics were totally different i mean right so it's conservative and chimino was right. obviously it, um and um, chimino did more some pla- this is a kind of left wing but um
1: chimino did get some plastic surgery he looked very feminine when he passed away he was doing very feminine clothing and mask and he right. got help from his neighbor which was gene simmons
0: <laughs> you're kidding
1: me really <laughs>
0: good lord <laughs> i didn't know that
1: um, I, <laughs> but uh, before I go, I have another. Okay. Um, I, oh God, I can't remember this guy's name, if you can find it. It was sure. a Hollywood agent did a biography. And I just picked up in the library. I can't remember the title of it. I wish I could I, so you guys can find the source. But the guy was used to be Drinking Buddies with Christopher Lambert. He had a couple of other people and he was trying to moonlight Lambert to get him to represent him, right? Okay. So he's, whatever, they went to parties, they were doing hardcore drugs, he's oh. just, whatever to, you know. For try, quit, yeah, yeah try, be, try to
0: seal the deal. Seal
1: the deal. <laughs> and then finally, after a three-day binge with Lambert, he goes, you know, why don't I be an agent? Why do be your agent? And Lambert, Lambert was like, absolutely not. Because <laughs> you're a drug addict. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Never let that go. Good deed go on fun. It's just like, well, that was that was a bad route to go, okay? Go.
1: That's funny. I expect my agent to work, not, <laughs> not maybe, to uh, live life, our, life like me, right?
0: Right. Party on. Dad <laughs> that is great. All
1: right. All right. Well, that's the end of the podcast. And once again, if you want to donate to uh, the Americans uh, Vietnam Veterans Association, we have the log on in there. Oh, yes.
0: Please do. Yes. Please do. It's a great organization.
1: Um, so many people are gone from this movie. Um, Peter Zinner, the editor who also did The Godfather, has gone away. Um, the, uh, Vilmos uh, Zygmunt yeah, from Hungary has gone, gone away. And um, John uh,
0: uh, Gazelle. Is John Gazelle,
1: gone. who was actually gone. was dying, and he didn't tell anybody when they filmed this no, movie. No, he, um, he doesn't look well either.
0: No, he doesn't. He, he looks rather peakish. And
1: he didn't survive. I think when the movie was released, he's already passed away, right?
0: Yes. In fact, he did. Yeah. And he was dating Meryl Streep at the time while they were
1: all right. while they were filming. Yeah. Well, by our account, we have to do Dog Day Afternoon and The Conversation, then we do all our gazelle movies.
0: Yeah. The man was never in a bad, bad. film. No. no he, he never was. was. Each one is a classic in their own way. I mean, talk about a lucky uh, dramatis personae. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, that's the end of the podcast, and it's not over till Dan says it's over. It's over. <laughs>